embodying your higher self, tools for living consciously. And my name is Michelle Champaka. I have a very special guest today. Hi, Nicole. Hi, yes. Wonderful, wonderful. I'm just going to go ahead and introduce to our audience. We have 224 people listening in, which is awesome. <laughs> so uh, try not to get nervous, just relax and enjoy the conversation. <coughs> Excuse me. Okay. <coughs> <coughs> Okay, um, Nicole, <coughs> Nicole Jones, Jones has a master's degree in clinical mental health counseling, and she's a licensed professional counselor in the state of Texas. She's also a certified yoga teacher, and she recently graduated from my six-month shamanic mentoring program. Her therapeutic approach is collaborative, holistic, and relational in nature. And she believes that through the journey of getting to know your true self, <coughs> excuse me, you can find peace. Your potential is limitless. Everyone has what it takes within them to meet their goals and live their most meaningful life. Awesome. It's so great to have you here today, Nicole. How are you doing today? Yes, I'm good. I'm good. I'm happy to be here. It's so great to have you here. And, um, love to hear a bit more of your journey and how you got from where you were in your life to becoming um, a certified, you know, mental health counselor. And, you know, just tell us a little bit about your background and, you know, and how you got here. Yeah, so I have been a therapist for Wow, about four years now. Um, so I went to school to get my master's degree a little bit later in life. Um, I was 31 when I started my program and I finished about three years later. So I have um, a lot of experience working with women. That's my specialty. I was at a domestic violence shelter for a long time before um, opening up my own private practice. And I'm just a, a big believer in talk therapy and creating um, a connection with the person in the room, whether that's virtual or in person. And in terms of my own journey of mental health, I've, I've had anxiety symptoms since I was a little girl. And I've always felt like I wanted to help people, but didn't really know which avenue I would take to help people. So going to school, going to college, you know, that was impressed upon me by everyone. Like you should go do that, get an education. But I feel like talk therapy, there, there is something missing within that. And that is how I, I found you. I started researching about different modalities of healing and shamanic healing. I was just really drawn to it. And I knew I wanted a female mentor, so that actually really narrowed down my search in finding you. So, um, so yeah, I just finished the, the six-month mentorship, and now I am grateful to be able to utilize some of the 
the more subconscious methods of healing into my conscious work that I do with clients. So yeah, that's, that was long-winded. I apologize. But yeah, that's me. No, not long-winded at all. I mean, I know the listeners are really curious about all the guests who come on to the show and the journey that they've taken. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, we've had many different people from all walks of life. And so, um, no, I appreciate your story. And I'd love to hear, um, you know, as we, we walk on this path of consciousness and wellness, um, whether it be through being into talk therapy or alternative healing or yoga or something of that sort, I think everybody has their challenges and you kind of touched a little bit about it um, in your intro, but I'd love to hear if you're, if you're open to sharing, you know, perhaps what has been one of the greatest challenges that you've had um, on your life as you've come to this place of, you know, realizing how important um, wellness is in all aspects and what have you encountered along the way and, you know, how, how that might, you know, that information might actually be helpful to other people that are listening in. Yeah, sure. Um, so I'd say my wellness journey didn't really start till I was already in school to become a therapist. I had been struggling with anxiety and some symptoms of PTSD for many, many, many years. And what I didn't know at the time, but in hindsight, I can see I was, I was very disconnected from my body and I was very disconnected from myself. I, in order to cope, I kind of just numbed myself out, I'd like to say. I would drink a lot, avoid a lot, um, even like over-exercising and just doing things to kind of distract myself from what was happening inside of me. Um, and for me, finding yoga was an aha moment, a way to connect to my body in a safe space with people who were just really nurturing and, and open to, to hearing the different things that were coming up for me as I connected to my body. Cause that can be, that can be really scary if you've never done it before, um, tapping into, to what's happened to you and. And kind of where you are today but um for me yeah finding yoga and reconnecting with myself and something bigger than myself and finding community um really helped me get out of a dark place um i think for most people in the healing profession we we have been in a dark place and that's what kind of draws us to the light to help other people get well so to speak so Oh, thank you for sharing that, Nicole. I think, yeah, I think that's probably why we end up doing what we're doing, right? Because we've had our own challenges in our life and, mm -hmm. and it's, um, and it's been a catalyst for us, you know, but I think there's also <clears throat> on this path, I, I think you would probably agree that there are gifts as well. well and for you, what has been the biggest gift of doing the work that you do and, and helping people in the way that you do? Oh, well, greatest gift, I think, is feel, like feeling like I've found my purpose 
I think for a long time I felt like I didn't really know why I was here and I felt really lost and getting to do what I do every day, even if what I'm doing is just holding space for somebody to to process how they're feeling or just letting them know that they are seen and loved and heard, like getting to do that has been such a gift. And I think learning how to follow my intuition has allowed me to have relationships with a bunch of amazing people along the way. And I'm just I'm really grateful to, to do what I do. And, and I'm really just grateful to be here. Wow, that's wonderful, Nicole. <clears throat> Excuse me, I have a bit of a croak today in my throat. Um, um, do you have any tools or um, practices that you incorporate in your therapeutic work? If there's a tool or practice that you'd like to share with our listeners, um, often I ask the guest to share something so that the listeners can walk away with something really tangible that they can start utilizing in their life right away to make a change. That would be awesome if you could share something with us. Yeah, totally. Um, so the most basic thing and the thing that I usually start with is, uh, I, I call it ritual. So like something that you do every day to connect to yourself, to connect to something bigger than you, and to ground and just prepare yourself, like put you in the right mindset to tackle your day. So for me, that's in the morning, I go to my altar and I take a moment to meditate, to ground, to protect my energy. But if that is not something that um, aligns with you, it could be something as simple as when you get up and you pour your first cup of coffee, maybe stirring in your creamer or what have you set an intention for the day stir that intention into your coffee and really just go into your day with a mindset like i am enough i am beautiful i am powerful whatever your intention for the day is and um incorporating ritual into your everyday life can be really healing and really I know I said grounded probably a couple times now, but really grounding, really just keeping you present and um, incorporating movement as well into every day, I think is really important. Um, and I'm, I'm not talking about like a hour long yoga practice, maybe just going for a walk or doing one pose or stretch that feels good inside of your body and just connecting with your breath and taking a moment that's just for you. Um, yeah, those are the, those are the things that I do every day. And for me, that routine and that ritual has been very therapeutic. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. I, um, I agree. I think it's about really just taking that time out to really deeply connect with your true essence through mm -hmm. ritual, through meditation, through movement, through prayer. <clears throat> For me, um, what I do, <clears throat> excuse me, what I do is, uh, is I um, 
often I get up in the morning and I journal and I reflect mm -hmm. on whatever I've been dreaming about or whatever is sort of um, showing up in my life. And the journaling helps me to process it or even to find greater clarity in what my next steps will be. And then after journaling, um, I do what's called a seven-step practice. And I've shared this before in the podcast. It's my practice where I connect and I ground into the, the earth energies and I clear my energies of any discordant energies and I center myself and I gather my power and I unify with the energies of the ley lines of the earth and then I finally protect myself and that practice takes maybe three minutes max it doesn't take very long but I recognize when I take the time out to do those practices um, I feel that um, my whole mindset has been set up in a way in which my day can flow and there can be more tranquility and more joy um, coming into my life. Whereas when I don't do it, I feel sometimes my life becomes a bit disconnected or chaotic or mm -hmm. um, a bit more challenging to deal with whatever is going on in my life. So it's interesting noticing when I do do it, uh, what a big difference it makes versus when I don't do it. So yeah, I like what you shared and also moving, incorporating moving the body. I think that's really, really important as well. Um, so yeah, yeah, I think uh, our listeners will appreciate that. So is there um, anything in particular that you're going to be doing differently with your practice since graduating from the six-month shamanic, shamanic mentoring program um, what do you think you might be incorporating into your therapeutic practices and how, how, how would that look like? Well, that's a great question. I have a question that I've, I've wrestled with, um, but I think for me, it's going to look like sort of an add-on to, to what I offer as a therapist. So like I said, I, I feel like talk therapy really tackles what's in our conscious awareness, you know, what we can see and obviously what we can say out loud in the moment, but it leaves out the subconscious mind. So I want to incorporate some energy healing work into what I do and some soul retrieval work into what I do. I really like soul retrieval work because it's a bit like inner child work, which I do a lot of in my therapy sessions with clients, kind of going into stuff that happened when they were kids and how we can reparent ourselves and, and give ourselves what we maybe didn't get as a child. So I feel like soul retrieval is really aligned with that, me taking a journey or taking the client on a journey to retrieve those pieces of themselves that they've lost along the way so they can integrate um, and I feel like the the other thing I want to incorporate is to do with uh, power animal journeys, just because for me, it was really powerful to, to meet my power animals and, and to be able to, when I meditate or when I go on journeys, take them with me. So that's another thing I want to incorporate. Like I said, I just worry that um, 
a little bit too out there for for some of my clients. So, but it it might draw in a different sort of clientele, which I would love. So, so yeah, that's where I am now, and in my own practice, this shamanic mentorship, oh, it has changed me in so many ways. Just I feel so much more connected to the earth, to people around me, to myself. And um, yeah, it was a a life-changing experience, to say the least. Oh, that's beautiful to hear that, Nicole. Thank you for sharing that. Mm -hmm. And I think I think when we when we immerse ourselves in in a training like that, yeah, it is pretty transformational. And you by doing that work, you're going to be even a better therapist than you were before. Because as Mm -hmm. I believe that as we grow and expand, we have more to offer to our clients. And um, it's so important that we do that work. So um, I really commend you for doing it because not everybody makes the time out to do that, to do their own personal work. And it's so important mm-hmm. if we're going to be in this profession of being of service to other, we have to start by um, healing and transforming ourselves. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I really believe that. Yeah. <clears throat> I just wanted to pause for a moment and see, um, do any of the listeners have a question for Nicole? Please call in. You can click on the little circle with the little plus sign. You can come into the studio live and you're welcome to ask Nicole a live question. If you're feeling, excuse me, if you're feeling shy and you really don't want to come in live, that's okay. You can also ask a question of Nicole in the little comment box at the bottom of your phone. I don't know what it looks like if you're on a laptop, but on the bottom of the phone, there's a little icon with a comment box. Please um, feel free to ask Nicole any questions you might have. Don't be shy, come on live. It's really great uh, to have your interaction in this podcast. Okay, so we'll see. Sometimes people do, sometimes they don't. So I'm just wondering, um, Nicole, have, do you have any special programs or um, offerings coming up um, since things are changing for you? Is there anything new that you'd like to share about what you're going to be? I guess you kind of said you will be offering those add-ons in the future, like power animal retrieval and soul retrieval sessions. Are you planning to do any kind of trainings or classes, perhaps, or retreats, anything like that? Yes. So I have been putting something together kind of in line with what I was talking about, rituals. But I've been doing kind of my own self-study and a deep dive into different goddesses and different rituals we can do to connect with the goddesses and in turn connect with ourselves. So I've I've put together a course that I'm going to launch probably in the spring. Um, just some final tweaks need to be done, but it'll include uh, different rituals you can do as well as journaling. Because like you, I really love journaling. Journaling is so powerful in terms of processing and gaining clarity about different things. So yeah, that's what I'm doing in addition to to adding on the different um, retrievals and, and healing sessions to my practice. 
That sounds great. I'm really looking forward to seeing what um, what that program is going to be looking like. Do you foresee it as an in-person? No, it'll be it'll be kind of self-paced and online. So it'll be in like a PDF version sent to you, kind of like an ebook that you can keep. There's, you know, really no wrong time to do the rituals and you can do them more than once. I highly recommend doing them more than once. So it's something that you can have forever and do whenever you want. And so, yeah, that's where I'm at first in terms of like in-person offerings. Um, I do teach yoga locally where I am. I'm in San Antonio, Texas, and I do plan to lead um, hopefully something involved with recovering from trauma and yoga. Um, I have put something together and it's also in the works, but um, yeah, that's, that's kind of all for right now. Okay. Well, that's that sounds like a lot. You've got a lot, a lot of plans, a lot of things going on. And I for some reason, I can't find I know you sent me your social uh, information. Uh, can you tell us again how people can get in touch with you? What's your Instagram? And yeah, my Instagram, yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. Instagram is at Nicole Jones LPC. Uh, that's my handle on Instagram. And then my website is uh, Nicole Jones LPC.com. Um, pretty simple. As, as far as Facebook goes, I don't really use Facebook. Um, there might be an untapped market for me, but um, I do have Instagram and then I have a website. So Nicole Jones LPC dot com is that right yep that's right awesome i'm putting that right now in the box but i'll um also uh after we upload this um recording it will be in the you know in the information the description of this interview so people can find you even though they are not here live but yeah definitely if you're in texas and you're looking to do some yoga classes with Nicole, or even, you know, if you need counseling and therapeutic uh, assistance and support, you do that online, right? You're working online mainly, yes? I do. Yeah, yeah. In terms of actual therapy, I can only practice within my license, which would be within the state of Texas. But um, in line with what I was saying with the, the shamanic work I want to do, I'm also going to be adding coaching to the menu. So Coaching is a little bit different than therapy in that I'm, I'm not going to diagnose um, really more severe diagnoses. You're better off finding a therapist license in your area. But um, but yes, coaching I, I can offer to, to anybody anywhere across the world. So I'm really excited about that. Wow, Nicole, you've got a lot of things planned. That's awesome. So I know you mentioned that you're licensed to only practice in the state of Texas. So does that mean you can't really do online um, therapy unless the people live in the state of Texas? You can't do online with them, is that correct? Or uh, That's correct in terms of therapy. So using okay. like evidence-based therapeutic models, um, billing insurance, for instance, I can only do that with people in the state of Texas. Um, but that's where coaching comes in. And a lot of therapists also do coaching um, yes. It's just not recommended for people with more uh, severe mental health. Concerns. Right, right. And and as a coach myself, 
um, when I see that occurring where there is more severe mental health issues, I am not a licensed therapist. So the first thing I do is recommend them or refer them to someone who is. Uh, but I do, I do see how there's such a, there is a crossover with coaching. And at times I feel almost like a therapist, but I really, uh, mm-hmm. as a coach, try to avoid that as much as possible because it is different. It is different. And that's why I decided to be a coach and not a therapist. And while I have studied psychology and I do know quite a bit, a lot, uh, quite a bit, uh, um, of psychology. I'm not a licensed therapist and I choose not to be, so. <laughs> but, um, that's no, great. <laughs> I mean, we all have our, we all, all have our skills and our gifts and our passions, you know, and everybody's different. And it's, it's beautiful that you've found a way to weave together your, um, your spiritual practices and your learnings from the shamanic mentoring program, as well as your yoga training and your therapeutic training and how you're finding new ways to bring it together. And in the beginning, it is tricky. How do I, how do I do that? But I think it just seems like after a while, it will all come together. I'm really sure of that. I'm really sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it was scary at first because the, the therapy world can be a little bit stuffy, obviously very clinical, yeah. very, you know, pseudo-professional. So my authentic self is, is pretty quirky and, and out there. So I, <laughs> I know it's, it's been a journey for me to kind of, uh, yeah, integrate all of these different parts of myself. So I'm still on that journey, just like everybody yes. else. Yes, I think you are. I think you are. And, you know, I loved, you know, in the beginning when I introduced you and and you were talking about that, you know, how a big part of your mission is to help people find, right, their true authentic self, you know, and uh, Mm -hmm. to really come from that place of limitless potentiality and, um, you know, how do we do that? Like, how do we just get to that place of knowing? I mean, I don't know if you have the answer to this or you have some thoughts on this. How do we come to that place of knowing who we truly are and finding the peace that all of us are searching for? Oh, well, that is a big question. Um, I think that the answer is always unfolding in terms of like, who am I and why am I here? Um, I, I think part of the process is learning to listen to your higher self, listen to your guides, really connect with the earth around you, connect with yourself, um, bringing your awareness to things as they come up for you instead of running and avoiding and being on autopilot, um, I think is really important. and. In terms of authenticity, I want to briefly just talk about like your shadow self. Like your shadow self are the parts of you that, for whatever reason, you were taught to be ashamed of. So you put them away. They're not necessarily bad parts, but they're just parts that you were at some point told, probably in childhood, like, don't do that. 
don't be like that. That's embarrassing. Like, put that away. And I think part of finding your authentic self, finding your voice, finding out, you know, that you are capable of anything is integrating those parts of yourself that you've put away. And um, that's, that's how the journey has been for me, at least. Just truly becoming whole through therapy and yoga and, and more energetic work that I've done, Reiki, um, shamanic healing, all of it. It's all kind of led me to where I am today. And I don't think there's any one right path to get to where you want to be. Um, but yeah, that was a pretty wishy-washy answer. I apologize, but <laughs> it's pretty complicated. No, not at all. I think, you know, and that, you know, our shadow, um, our shadow aspects, um, I sometimes call them our shadow values, um, is an important part of us. And we have to find a way to help, you know, find a healthy way to integrate those aspects and not to judge them, you know. So, you know, for example, a shadow aspect might be that you're uh, wanting attention, you know, like needing attention, wanting attention. And instead of doing bad behavior to get attention, like going out on a, on a, uh, a drunk, you know, drunken binge or whatever um, to try to get attention, it would be like, well, how can I use this shadow value in a really great way that would really make me help me to shine? And maybe that could be you become a singer or maybe you become an actress or, you know, maybe you decide to become an activist and you're really helping people with a really great cause and you're still getting attention, right? Mm -hmm. But you're finding healthy ways mm -hmm. to do it. And you realize that that part of you that needs attention can be a really good quality when it's used in a, in a healthy mm -hmm. way. So, yeah, that, I think that that's really important. That's really relevant. And a lot of people don't understand about the shadow, the shadow aspects and how we can utilize them in healthy ways. And if we keep denying them, then it becomes destructive. Then self-destruction comes in. Drug addiction can come in, you know, alcoholism and other self-sabotaging behaviors because, mm -hmm. yeah, we've denied those aspects of ourselves. So, yeah, absolutely. I think it's really important to talk about that. And I'm glad you brought it up, Nicole. And, and I, I just want to thank you for coming on this podcast today and for sharing um, the gifts mm -hmm. that you offer and who you are and what you're doing to help you know, make this world a better place. And um, it's been such an honor to have you in the program and to see that transformation in you. And I'm really excited for what you're going to create in 2023, Nicole. I'm really excited for you. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. And Thank you, everyone, for listening today, for joining us, for embodying your higher self tools for living consciously. And my name is Michelle Champaka, and I have some great programs coming up as well. Check out my website at spiritweaverjourneys.com for upcoming retreats and trainings. And um, yeah, just keep following me and uh, like, this, like this show, follow us, 
And thank you for your support, everyone. And thank you again, Nicole, for coming on today. It's been great to have you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Yes, wonderful. Goodbye, everyone. Have a good day or night, wherever you are. Lots of love. Blessings.